it's about how you love to create the space, whether it's, you know, if you need an answer and you need it now and you, you've got something pressing, go for a walk around the block first. Go and take a shower, go to that, you know, go to the class that you need to take that pause and then like connect and receive the message. That's the key. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I am your host, Rosie Acosta, yoga teacher and teacher trainer, mindfulness coach, speaker, and creative writer. I am also the founder of radicallyloved.com, a website where you can go for more information about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and lifestyle advice. On this podcast, we talk to people within our health and wellness community that are creating content through the ritualistic practice of yoga, meditation, or overall mindful living. We hope to create value in your life so that you can achieve your highest potential and live a radically loved life. To stay in touch with us, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rosie Acosta and on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie. You can sign up for our newsletter on radicallyloved.com to stay up to date on future workshops, retreats, and latest podcasts. Hey listeners, our skin is the human body's largest organ. And if you're anything like me, then you pay very close attention to anything that goes on it. I was so excited when I heard that Four Sigmatic was coming out with the skincare product line and that it was actually going to be edible, vegan, and cruelty-free. They're introducing their very first mushroom face mask and tonic plus superfood serum. I've been using it now for a month and a half and have noticed such a drastic difference in my skin complexion. This is the first purifying face mask that doubles as an adaptogen tonic and a serum that's also a wellness supplement. So now treat your skin to the everyday magic of vegan and cruelty-free edible skincare with no fillers, plastics, or chemicals. For more information, go to foursigmatic.com. And if you're interested in trying the product, don't forget to use our promo code radically loved. Again, go to foursigmatic.com and type the code radically loved at checkout so that you can get a special discount on all the Four Sigmatic products. And now back to our show. Natalie Miles is a spiritual mentor and psychic medium. She has an incredible gift of being able to connect with people and your spirit guides. And I was really (laughs) excited to, number one, have a session with her. And number two, just connect with her on a deeper level. I had heard some really great things about her. And so I was excited when she reached out to be a part of our community and a part of this podcast. She recently launched her own podcast called So You Think You're Intuitive. And I think it's definitely worth a tune in. We had a really great conversation about how we can learn to really trust our own intuition and how we can utilize that inner knowing to help provide some more insight into how we live our lives on the daily. We had such a great time together and we had a really great time connecting in person and I can't wait to hear what you guys think about our conversation. Here's Natalie Miles. And I was just like, do you know what? I have to, I was being intuitively drawn to Vancouver. I visited there during the Olympics in 2010 and was like, one day I'm going to live in this city. I was like, one day I'm living in this city. And then four years later, it all transpired. And I was like, right, I'm moving to Vancouver. And 
and I was like, I'm going to give it four months, and I've been there four and a half years. Wow. So yeah, it was a real big transition time. Wow. Yeah. And you just, you kind of just jumped in. Yeah, I literally, I had very, I knew a couple of people, I had no job, um, I was working in film still at the time, um, producing brand films and commercials, and that's what I used to do in the UK, and Vancouver's got a really big film industry, so I was like, no, this feels, you know, this is all aligned, and then, but when I was there, it was when I was out of being with friends, being with my family, like, all my safety nets mm -hmm. were gone, and it was, I was brought back to my intuition, brought back to, you know, growing and developing my skills and being like, you know, this is, this is really important. And by going to the class, you know, back doing psychic development classes, I was like, oh my God, like, I feel, this is me. Like, I feel so whole. Yeah. Um, Did you always grow up? What was your, your uh, preconception about psychics or intuitive, uh, healers or channeling from when you were growing up yeah good question I um so I met my spirit guide when I was five and she appeared at the end of my bed and so kind of grown up with it always in the background um as a fat like as a family sometimes we used to like play um uh it's like spirit guide dominoes where our guys would play each other and we'd We'd get the we'd pick the dominoes versus instead of us picking, they'd pick, which was always quite funny. Um, but it was always something that was like under you know under the surface. It wasn't like we lived in like a Harry Potter house or anything like that. Which would have been awesome. Which would have been quite cool. Um, <laughs> but my mum encouraged me when I was like 16, 17 to go to a circle, which is basically where you go and practice your skills. And so that was when I first properly realised like oh my God, I can give messages to people. Like, this is really cool. I like doing this. Like, I can and see how old were things. you? Uh, like 16. Yeah, so it's been around. But during my 20s, it was massively under wraps. Like, I was not in, you know, it was something that I, you know, was, I didn't really talk about and relationships and career. And it was something like, I was like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that intuition thing. Or, oh yeah, that's psychic stuff. Oh yeah. And it was literally on the side. Wow. And so how, how long until you got to a place where, where did the transition happen, where you really immersed yourself into your practice? Yeah. So when I moved to Vancouver, it literally was this like death and rebirth. It really was. It was, I was hundred percent. I was brought to Vancouver to get back on, not get back on the path, but to really be like this is why this is why you're here this is what you're you know this is what you're supposed to be doing and I was freelancing and then my guys were like why are you still working in film like what are you doing like let's do this full time let's just get on with it and so I took the plunge and uh, took the leap of faith and quit the freelance full-time work and was like right I'm gonna do this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna embrace being the psychic medium and embrace the weirdness, you know, people thinking I'm weird, and I did, I was scared, I was like, oh, people are going to think I'm weird, people are going to think I'm strange, but I'm still, I'm still just gnat, like, nothing's changed, <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was like, literally, it was like coming out of the closet. Yeah, and so that must have been challenging at the beginning, right, to be able to take on this new 
role, I guess, or not even a new role, the role that you've always known, mm-hmm. right? Um, so much of what I love to talk to my guests about is being able to step into their own power, right? Or be able to follow your your destiny in a sense. And for you, you knew that path from when you were a child, but it, it maybe wasn't, again, it's like this, this might be one of those things where people think it's weird or they might think it's a little quirky or they don't believe in it. And um, so there's all these, this um, clouding around this, this particular field, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because there are a lot of people out there that maybe are not in tune so there's a lot of factors against you, right, in a sense. So what was, what was that like or what has that been like for you to be able to, you know, work with people now at this capacity? Yeah, it's been a really interesting shift. I remember the first time I walked into a networking circle in Vancouver and it was the first time that I'd said out loud, you know, in a group of people that didn't know me, oh, so what do you do as a living? Oh, I'm a psychic medium. And they were, you know, I was like, no, this is, you know, it was really empowering and it was really inspiring to embrace, you know, embrace the label mm-hmm. and embrace what that means. And, and it has taken get some getting used to, like I still, even now I tell people what I do, you know, oh yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a spiritual mentor or I teach people to connect into their intuition and I'm a psychic medium and people are sometimes like, you can instantly feel the energy shift where it's like, oh, Oh, okay. And you know that sometimes the door gets shut and it's like, okay, we don't want to talk about this. Or you get the people who are like, oh, wow, this is super intriguing. Like, tell me more. What does that look like? So, yeah, I mean, it still swings and roundabouts, but I'm very working and the more I've stepped into it, the right people are around me. Like, you know, my friends, my family, uh, my long-term relationship, like I've, you know, I've been brought the people who can support me on the journey because um, I'm not just here doing it, you know, on my own and the right people are, are there giving me back up and support too. Yeah. How, what would you say to people that are in a place where they feel that they want to go into a certain field and they don't feel supported by their community or their environment yeah great question um a lot of my clients do they're like you know this is what I really want to do but I've always been labeled that you know I'm the doctor or I'm the you know this is what's been expected of me or you know everyone expects me to do this and or I've been doing this for 20 years but I don't want to do it anymore how I what I always share is like it's so important to step into like what's authentic to you and what lights you up and make what makes you happy and although it might be a tough process like letting other people come to terms with that but that's the journey and that's the soul's learning is that I have to do what lights me up and what I'm here to do and what I'm but the right people will stay around you like the friends and the family they'll be there regardless and the ones that kick up a fuss and those are the ones that you're going to potentially have to let go of. But in the end, you're doing what you love and what lights you up. So it kind of, you know, that's what's important. And the people that, you know, don't support you, then, you know, it's it's about having the confidence to kind of like step back or just be like, do you know what? Our relationship is changing and that's okay. But I'm happy. Yeah. 
Has there ever been a time when you get a message from your guides that you didn't feel was right or that you felt uneasy about? For me or for some or for someone else? Um, interesting. Yeah, there have been times where I've received personal messages where I've been connecting, where I've been really looking forward to something or I've been really looking forward to connect to someone or, um, and they've like, no, it doesn't work now. You're going to have to let that go. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. And um, I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense, but I know I have to let this go. Yeah, like it's tough. Like it can be, um, it can be really tough. Like before the relationship that I was in, now, when I was dating, back in dating, dating as a psychic medium is always very interesting. <laughs> um, but it really did teach me to speak my truth around what I did. Because if I wasn't upfront, I found if I wasn't upfront, especially on dating apps about what I did, then you're in person and you're talking about, you know, oh, so what do you do? Oh, I'm a psychic medium. You should see these guys' faces drop. It was hilarious. Um, but there was one guy that I was dating when I was still in film, but I was doing um, the psychic medium stuff as like as well. And I hadn't told him about it. Like I was scared. Like I was like, oh, I'm keeping this all under wraps. And he, um, it's funny because I was thinking about this story like literally a couple of days ago, which is probably where why I'm talking. You know, it's obviously supposed to come out on this podcast. <laughs> um, and then we, um, I remember we there was one evening where we were watching the Theory of Everything, um, the Stephen Hawking film, mm -hmm. and it then all came to a head as we were having a discussion around life, the world, and the universe, and science, and you know, is there something else out there? Um, that we suddenly realized, like, we didn't see eye to eye. Like, our values were so different. Our belief structure was so different. And we got on like a house on fire. Like, we had so much other things in common. But it was suddenly like, oh, my God, our values aren't aligned. It was like, we can't be together because um, we don't believe in the same things. Like, he didn't believe there was a God, like, a God. Like, he was very much like, no, nah, this is it. Like, there's no, there's nothing else. This is just it. And I was like, that's not, you know. And so it became, you know, I was like, okay, well, our values are different and we had to part. But it's, it is, I find that, you know, we do have to let go of things, you know, as much as everyone's like, oh, spiritual awakening, or I like to call it a spiritual reactivation, when that happens and you're stepping into your path and you're doing that work, um, there's a lot of stuff you have to look at, like the shadow, like you have, like speaking your truth, but there is a lot of, you know, depth and internal, like going deep into the soul that you have to do to have the confidence to, you know, to, to be what you want to be. Yeah, I love that. I think that's, it, it's so important for us to constantly be, reminded of that and to think about what that means for us in our own journey and our own path um yeah I think that's that's super interesting because you think about just as humans all of us we have an intuitive sense right so I wonder how many of us out there receive these messages in the same scenario you were in but then don't listen to it and they stay in a relationship for longer than they should, or they stay at a job longer than they should, 
or they, you know, don't make the proper changes that they need to because they're yeah not listening yeah it, and it hap- it happens all the time like we're all intuitive i've done it i've stayed in relationships longer i've stayed in jobs and then i always i love to describe it like your guides our spirit you know we have spirit guides like this cheerleader team in spirit and what they'll do is they'll throw us little mini pebbles and if we're not listening to the pebbles the pebbles become rocks and they'll start throwing rocks at us and if we're if we're not listening to the rocks that they're throwing at us they'll throw in the massive life boulder which is like are you going to listen which normally ends up in like you know the big um the big breakup the dismissal from work um, the health stuff that happens, but they've been giving you those little messages and those little, you know, those little guide that guidance. And and nine times a lot of the time we don't listen to them. So it's my mission to be like, why do we need to listen? Why do we wait until the big things happen for us to make the changes and listen to our intuition? What if we became so aware that we could listen to the small, you know, we could listen to what the small messages were and then noticing around, oh, this doesn't feel right in that relationship or mm, is this job or is this part of the work I'm doing really lighting me up? So we're, we're, you know, we're tuning in on that daily basis or whenever we're feeling called so it doesn't get to those like massive life boulder moments. Yeah. Do you notice uh, congruency in the type of messages that you give a lot of the people that you work with like is there a a consistent theme with us humans oh yeah the one that's loud and clear right now is speak your truth like it is coming through so loud and so clear that so many of us have you know thoughts and opinions and emotions um in all aspects of our lives within our relationships our work and even our, the relationship to ourself that we just never express. And we're so being called to speak our truth. And then, you know, you look at that on a, what's happening in the global collective right now and how we're being, you know, inspired to speak our truth and speak up and speak out about, um, you know, so many different political and, you know, social injustices and of what's going on. But we, we, we've got to look at that, that whatever is happening on a global consciousness, think what's happening on, happening on a personal evolution basis, because it starts small, it starts within us, and then it ripples out into a larger. So whatever is happening on the global collective, we're all feeling that too. Like we're all feeling this need to, you know, speak our truth and get clear and, and not keep things bottled up. Yeah. How do we begin to trust in that more? Because I feel like our relationship with our intuition is so tenuous because we're conditioned mm-hmm. to yeah. be fact-based, to be results-based. And I feel like we've become a little bit desensitized to that That listening Mm -hmm. Um, so how how could we improve that yeah a couple of things Um, and it can be really really simple 
as in, okay, a couple of things. One, I always share like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Like if it doesn't light you up from the inside out, don't do it. If you're like, uh, mm, yeah, maybe not, like listen to that. And then when you're asking yourself a question whether you should do something, should you, you know, whatever that may be, don't ask your head, ask your heart. And so what you can do, and it's like, imagine the thing that you want to bring in and you breathe it into your heart space. Like you actually breathe the energy into your heart space and you ask your heart and you basically, if something feels good and you get that, like for me, when it's a yes, I feel like, a sparkling tingle that just feels super calm and exciting. But when I'm breathing something in that's a no, it's like cold, the energy gets shut off. It makes me feel like, you know, not, you know, it just, I actually also get like a visual of a, like a stop sign in my head. That's how it comes through for me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Not supposed to do that. But trusting it, it's trust, but take action. Like take action on the, the little messages that you're getting because it is about noticing and taking action yeah I love that for you in your own life how do you see speaking your truth continuing to create the life that you want great question love that for me speaking my truth is around sharing what spirit want to share with me. So I've just started a podcast so <laughs> called So You Think You're Intuitive. Yay! And it is literally me taking you on a journey to reset your intuition through to living with intuition. And it is about that. And it's been really powerful for me already to speak my truth in that way and what that looks like. Um, and I also do a channeled message, like a monthly message, where it's like, this is the energy and this, what, this is what is happening on an energetic global basis. This is what's coming through. So that's what I, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing with the monthly upgrade message. But for then speaking my truth, by me sharing what spirit want to share, oh my God, just, it, it's my purpose. Like, I haven't got, it sounds weird, people are like, oh, you know, what's the difference between you and your work or what you're sharing? I'm like, nothing. It is me. Like, it, this is what I'm here to do. Like, and if I wasn't to do it, I would be... Yeah, I, I can't imagine life without it. So, and it brings abundance. And it's brought in me feeling connected to myself and like, um, and just f full. I feel full doing it. What have been the, the, well, I don't want to say the biggest uh, lesson in a sense, but what have you learned since making this your new, not your, I don't even want to say your new purpose because this is your purpose. So yeah. maybe what have you learned since really diving into this as your career? Yeah, great question. Um, authenticity. I feel like it's made me 
realize that when you are truly expressing your true authentic self, then that's it. Like that's, that's all we need to be doing. Like as long as you're living with love and you're giving with love and you're being your authentic self, then nothing else really matters because it just gets you through stuff. And when you're authentic, again, the right people show up in your life and the right moments and the right connections and you're in the flow because you're being authentic and you're not trying to force something or compare yourself to someone else or force it because that's what you want. It's kind of like, you know, giving yourself that time and space to delve deep to find out who your authentic self is and that that's what this process and that's what delving into this work has allowed me to be it's like oh shit I'm I can be vulnerable and I can be authentic yeah for people that are listening and are curious about working with a medium or a psychic and have some reservations um I think that there's a lot of people out there that, as I said in the beginning, that they might say that there's doing something and maybe they're not. Like, how can people discern whether people are being real and honest or people that are just um, making shit up? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh my gosh. Um, The good old age question. Of course, like... I mean, you could say this about any area of business. You're going to get your phony doctors. You're going to get your phony accountants. Coaches. Coaches. You name it, it's out there. But because, you know, there are psychics out there who, you know, oh, look into my crystal ball or, you know, or you've got a... The latest thing is I was reading a story about this woman who... um, And this happens around these people that say... Um, oh, well, you come come for me for a session. And then they say, oh, you've got a curse on you. And then, you know, oh, and now give me $30,000 so I can remove the curse. Like, oh my God, like, I can't, it's just insane. But what they don't realize is that they're giving, like, again, with this labeling, it's like, yeah, of course, though, they, they, there's going to be the people that are doing that, but there's going to be the people that are doing that to gen, genuine, genuinely, um, provide a service and I like to describe the work as you know when you're going to see someone that is you know authentic and real and genuine it's healing like it is it provides real healing um sometimes people say not coming to use like going to a therapy session like it <laughs> it like delves deep yeah that's what I felt like <laughs> um So you know, and also when you're going to someone, you know what resonates. Like you can be sat there and be like, okay, yeah, this really resonates versus someone saying, you know, you know, and not agreeing with it. And as much as I love to give future, I will give future things that come in. I'm not uh, a psychic that's here to tell you whether, you know, um, you know, all your future plans and what that looks like, because that's just not, I'm... I'm here to inspire you to connect to your own intuition and empower you to like go and be your authentic self versus I'm not here to give you the answers. Right, which is what a lot of people I think go out and try and find. They go and they try and find 
it's the same thing with working with a therapist or a coach. They want the answers, right? We want to be told what to do. We want to be told where to go. We want to be told if we're doing the right thing. And I feel like that's, that's not, those aren't the right questions, right? No. And, and it's funny because recently in sessions when people have been asking me that, they give me the, the question to go to throw back to like to be like what's the opposite of that it's like okay but let's look at why and why do you want that and what the block is and what's holding you back from your dreams what's holding you back from getting what you want in that relationship Mm -hmm. what's the pattern what does that look like yeah and um yeah like future stuff comes in all the time I remember giving a message to a client and I was like oh you're going to be moving in November um and it's you know you're going to be moving and it's a long distance move and she's like I'm not moving I've got no that's not and I remember her specifically being like "Mm, yeah okay whatever and then she messaged me six months later uh, the the month that I said it was going to happen and she was like oh my gosh I ended up moving to Amsterdam I had this work move that came in from nowhere and it was and it all matched up so it's this you know it's a real blend Wow, that's awesome. Hello, listeners. Uh, As many of you know, I am a yoga teacher, which means I like to wear a lot of stretchy pants and things things that are comfy and actually look good and that fit my curves right. And so, you know, when we shop for things that we like to wear out, for me, I like to look for two things. Number one, affordability. And number two, it has to be of good quality. So I'm not sure about you guys, but when I slip into a comfy pair of yoga pants or a nice top, I want to actually feel like it fits my body and I don't want it to feel like I'm sausaging myself (laughs) into something. I know that's a little bit TMI, but it happens sometimes. With that being said, I'm super excited to partner with a company founded by the beautiful Kate Hudson. Fabletics is a fashion-focused activewear brand with a mission to empower women by making a healthy, active lifestyle accessible to everyone because of their exceptional price point. No matter if you're ready to zen out in a yoga class or go to a spin class or take a stroll in the park, Fabletics has you covered and carries gym wear suitable for any type of workout. Fabletics is your one-stop shop for affordability gym wear and all of their designs are created in-house. Trust me, you seriously can't find these pieces anywhere else. So before I forget, Fabletics is offering all of you an incredible deal so you don't want to miss the get two leggings for $24 at $99 value when you sign up for a VIP. So all you have to do is go to fabletics.com forward slash Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, to take advantage of this deal now. So that's fabletics.com forward slash Rosie to get two leggings for $24 and also free shipping in orders over $49. International shipping is available and there is absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. So go to fabletics.com forward slash Rosie or you can go to the show notes for this episode and click the link directly. And now back to our show. What is the biggest thing that creates the cloud around our own intuitive sense like maybe it's too much stress or hearing too many opinions like what what do you find is the biggest culprit to 
clouding our own intuition. When we need an answer instantaneously. I need this now. Give me the answer now. I'm stuck. I need it. Versus, you know, when we're, we're demanding of intuition, when we're demanding of our guides, that's when you're not going to get the right message because it's coming from the ego mind versus the intuitive mind. And it is about being in the right mindset to receive the downloads, to receive that guidance. So I always love to share that. It's about how you love to create the space, whether it's, you know, if you need an answer and you need it now and you've got something pressing, go for a walk around the block first. Go and take a shower, go to that yoga, you know, go to the class that you need to, go and drink that cup of tea, whatever you need to do just to take that pause and then like connect and receive the message, that's the key. Because when we want something, we want it now, like you're not gonna get it. <laughs> How do you practice self-care? For me personally, self-care especially starts with setting boundaries and saying no, which is so tough, but it's something that I've learned the hard way. And you have to, you have to set boundaries around family, friends, clients, doing, only doing the things that you need to, to be like, is this, you know, is this for my highest purpose? Like, is, does this fit? Am I saying should, would, could, must? versus yes so yeah boundaries is key because if you're not putting yourself first then you're not you know I I choose me because when you I choose me and you put yourself first that's when all the amazing stuff flows in mm, I love that I feel like that's the biggest thing that we neglect mm -hmm. because I mean, especially me, for me, it's like, I'm such, I'm a people pleaser, you know, and I'm always wanting to say yes to everything. And I think that that's a, a big one for me that I, I forget that that's important. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm guilty of it too. I will want to please, I want to say yes. I want to, you know, and, and the learning that's been massively coming through for me, you know, this year over the last 18 months is like, no is good. Like there's no, actually saying no can be the best thing ever. And we sometimes put like a negative connotation to saying no when actually it can provide such self-care, such healing, such, you know, it's, it's important to say no sometimes. Yeah. What is your definition of patience? Kindness. About just being kind. I'm I'm practicing patience. I'm someone that I can want something again. Like I want this now. Like where is it? Where is this? Why isn't this coming? And and then my guide's like, you know, come on, Nat. What are you doing? Patience, but kindness. Like be kind to yourself. Like be kind to yourself during this this process. Like it's all for a reason. And we're working behind the scenes to make it happen for you. But it's just not on your time. It's not on your agenda. So get out your own way. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. 
What does freedom mean? Freedom. Hmm. Freedom for me is, oh my God, it, when you're talking about freedom, I just got this like image and it was just all about the heart. Like it's about like loving with, you know, again to use the word authentic, authenticity, but just an open heart, it creates freedom. Like it's just about how you live and you walk through life with love it creates freedom not just for yourself, but for others and the people that you impact and, you know, who you interact with, whether it's, you know, the, post, the person at the grocery store to, you know, your friend on the end of the phone, like, yeah. Yeah. What advice would you give 15-year-old Nat? <laughs> um, I would say to her, stop worrying about people accepting you or waiting for people to choose you because we live in a society where we're always waiting to be chosen by others and accepted by others versus us going like do you know what I choose you know I choose me and I'm not waiting to be chosen for the sports team or the partner or you know any of that it's like, do you know what? If that if it's right, it's gonna happen, and I don't need to be wait. I don't need to wait to be chosen. What would ninety five year old Nat tell you now? She would say, <laughs> "Oh my!" <laughs> she would say, "Okay, we're done. Let's we've done our mission. Like uh, by ninety five, like I think the mission is done. Like." It's, it's, it's like, yeah, the, it's so funny that all I can hear, you hearing in my head is like, the mission is done. <laughs> it's like, you've done, you know, be happy, like, be happy, like, look back. I just, I have this image of like, yeah, yeah, like, this is, it's funny when people say, are you going to come back again? Do you think this is your last life? Or like, it was funny. I was like, oh, I'm going to come back again. But I really feel like this is, you know, I'm here and this is, this is what, you know, this is it. Like, Yeah. I love that. Oh. Um, so I ask this to all of my guests. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, it's the reason why I started the podcast. I wanted to create a place where people could, could come to, and it's about creating support and community and to share ideas and to um, be in alignment with the belief that we're radically loved, that the universe works for us and not against us. So I have two more questions for you. The first one is, how do you feel radically loved? And the second is, what do you radically love? Great questions. I feel radically uh, working with spirit every day. It just it makes me feel radically loved that it's some, you know universal love that I get to tap in on a daily basis and share with others like that just is like the biggest radical love ever yeah it just fills me up when yeah it's that's that's the thing and would I radically love oh, I love so many things I think I love you know my friends my family I've got so much to be happy. I've got so much to love that I don't even think I could put 
I couldn't even break it down. I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling like so lucky and have so much gratitude for everything I have in my life right now. So yeah, it's, it's been a real process, but I'm, yeah, full of love. I love that so much. I always love hearing people's answers and especially when I get to see them in person because you lit up so much right now. This is so amazing. Um, so for the people that are listening to this podcast um, and they're interested in working with you or want to learn more about you, where can they go? Yeah, you can um, head to my website, uh, www.natalie-miles.com and you can find all about how to work with me and what I'm offering. And then I've also just launched a podcast called So You Think You're Intuitive, which is, yeah, all about connecting to your intuition and, and all my guidance on how to, you know, how to connect and how to work with your intuition in your everyday life. So you can find that at uh, so you think you are intuitive.com. So if you go to the show notes, all of the links that Nat just uh, set will be on there. So also, if you enjoyed this particular episode, um, please share it on whatever media format you like and tag both Natalie and I. Uh, and what are your social handles? Yeah, my Instagram is I am Natalie Miles, and that's the best place to follow me. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you do. And for those of you listening, she did do a reading for me that was absolutely incredible. I'm, I'm still trying to process it all. Um, so I highly recommend if you're curious to contact her because she's definitely the real deal. So thank you so much for coming over and having tea with me and spending time with me and being a part of our community. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've loved it. Heartful. Heartful. Hashtag heartful. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening. Is there something missing in your life? Is there something that you want to do in the world to create an impact but feel that it's overwhelming? So many of us walk through life feeling unsatisfied, overwhelmed, tired, and desperate for a deeper connection, but don't quite know how to achieve the things that we want in life. Join us this spring at the Dunsky Castle in Scotland for seven days of yoga, meditation, and yoga nidra, all focusing on finding your life's purpose. During our time together, we will learn how and when to take action, how to lead from our heart and not our head, how to break up with our inner critic for good, and dive deep into learning about desire and discipline and how this creates a purposeful life. For more information, go to radicallyloved.com or you can message us at info at radicallyloved.com, subject Scotland. We'll see you soon.